myself. I am Dr. Daryl, the Cute Curvy Confident Coach, and I have the absolute pleasure, the pleasure of helping women to break free from the guilt and shame of not being able to lose weight, keep it off, and feel amazing while they are losing the weight. That is the gist of it. You have every right to feel good about yourself, no matter what size you are, and I am here to help you do that, okay? If you are looking for a place, a safe space to be yourself and be honest about your struggles with losing weight, I want you to join the Cute Curvy Confident crew. Y'all better get into the crew, honey, because we are on and popping. Um, The better people that we have in a group that are really determined to do this, this time, because I said before, it is your time now. All you have to do is take it. You're going to have the support that you need, not just for me, because it is a community for people to just feel safe to say, you know what? I like eating candy. And I don't know how to stop. Or, you know, I I feel really bad about my stomach hanging over my pants. And I try to hide it. And it's hard to hide it. And I feel like people are looking at me all the time. This is a space for you to be able to say that. Because guess what? I know that I have lost over 400 pounds. My highest weight used to be 674 pounds. I had weight loss surgery. It was a failed weight loss surgery. I, you know what? I think I'm going to stop saying that because I lost, you know, over 200 pounds of that surgery. Unfortunately, as high as I was, I needed to lose more than that. And I got stuck for like 10 years and I struggled and I felt guilty and I had the shame of you had the surgery and look at you, you still fat and ugly. Like I used to say those things to myself and I'm human. And so until I started to transform my mindset and looking at my body different and looking at myself different and looking at food differently and looking at moving my body for comfort and for it to be mobile. I started looking at those things differently and I realized that it's not just about the weight. It is about living a beautiful life and waking up smiling that you have another day to be amazing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because why? Because you deserve it. I'm trying to fix my mic over here, y'all. Because you deserve it. So let's get started. I just want to tell you to stop sabotaging your weight loss. We do it all the time. Either we get scared or we get uh, uh, afraid of failing again. And that is sabotaging. So you say to yourself, I done tried this a million times. I'm never going to be able to do it. So I'm just going to go and eat what I want to today. And guess what? It's nothing wrong with eating what you want to eat. But could you imagine if you change your mindset and you change the way that you look at food and you're grateful for yourself and you're, you feel good about yourself, you may just start choosing different food that's going to actually heal and nourish your body. And so guess what? You can eat whatever you want. But now the difference is what you want is not what you used to want. And so, uh, and I think I'm going to do a show about that. That was a good one, y'all. Look, because I'm 52. And, and, mean, and what I mean by that, not that I'm old, I can't remember. It's just that now I know I'm going to write everything down because I'm not going to forget anything. And I am the queen of documentation. Okay. So 
we're going to talk about that on another show. See how things just pop up? Okay, so let me give you, tonight I'm just going to give you three three ways that you're sabotaging your weight loss. I had like 12 of them written down. I was like, they're not going to do that. So I'm just going to give you three, and I had to choose my three, and I think these are good. So the number one is unrealistic expectations. We look at these magazines, we're looking at TV, we're looking at America's Top Model, you know, we see these uh, 16-year-old girls whose stomach you can bounce a quarter off of, and we're like 52, and you know your body has changed after you've had all those babies, or even just from age and menopause, and your expectations are not realistic. And let me tell you, when I got really clear about what I wanted for myself. It's, it's good that you, you have to get clarity. I used to say, I, you know, God, please, I just want to be skinny. I want to be skinny. Um, I remember being really young, maybe maybe eight or nine, and I, and I had a full-length mirror in my room, and I used to stand in front of my mirror with my, you know, hands, my fists, clenched really tight and I would close my eyes and say, God, please, 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 when when I open up my eyes, please let me be skinny. Please, 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 please. And I would open up my eyes and I was still the cute, chunky little girl that I was. I know that now that I was cute. I didn't feel that way then. And so then I just used to say, I just want to be skinny. Why can't I be skinny like everybody else? And of course, everybody else, they weren't skinny, but they were a smaller size than me. Until I sat down after I learned a few things, I sat down and I wrote down, what does skinny mean to me? And I started to write. And first I said, you know, smaller. I want my my legs to be a certain size. I want to wear this size clothes. And it was all like body size related. Then I started getting into, I want to live a long time. You know, I've been knowing my husband since I was nine. We've been together since the 10th grade. And I said, I want to grow old with him. You know, we have three girls. I want to see them grow up. I want to see them have, you know, their families if they're going to have children and, and be able to play with my grandchildren. And I want to be able to retire from work and travel the world and do all of these things. And I realized that was my skinny. I wanted to be able to go and just buy regular size clothes. I had to shop out of the big and tall men's catalog. First, I was in the, the it was called, um, gosh, what was it called? You know, Women Within is really Lane Bryant's online catalog. So it was Lane Bryant at the time, but you could only get it out of the catalog. And so once I got, now their clothes are bigger. Um, if I weigh 674, I would be able to wear clothes out of that women's catalog. But back then, you're talking about, what, 1990, 1992? Um, and I have to really just pick a year because I've been heavy since the age of seven. I was in the 400s when I was in high school. And um, I had to shop uh, out of the big and tall men's catalog. And I felt shameful about that. Here I am. I have a boyfriend. Was I married? I wasn't married yet. Um, I have a boyfriend and he loves me and I can't even wear a cute dress for him. Or I can't even get like really dressed to go to school. I was in school at the time. Um, 
And so thank God for my mother, she sold. So, you know, I had clothes and I wore, wore um, skirts all the time. You could not have paid me to wear a pair of pants at that time. But I realized that my expectations were unrealistic. It was unrealistic for me to think that, especially with me being overweight for so long, um, even now I'm suffering with the hanging skin on my arms. It is what it is. I still love my arms. Now, I'm going to get the skin removed because my elbows hurt and I deserve to be pain-free. However, I look at that as a badge of honor. You know, my body has been through a lot and homegirl is a beast. Do you hear me? I said it earlier today. Could you imagine carrying almost 700 pounds around 24-7? I, I cannot imagine that today. What I remember, what I still connect to is the hopelessness and the sadness of being that heavy and crying myself to sleep every night because I had tried everything and it was nothing worked, you know? Um, and so once I got realistic expectations, then things started to open up for me. That and along with some other things, okay? So I got realistic about what does the skinny look like? Because it didn't mean that in order for me to do all of those things, and and I, I wrote down beside it, what weight do I need to be to be able to do this? And it was an eye-opener for me because I realized, well, they have a plus-size section in, you know, Sears or whatever, Macy's. Um, I can stop shopping out of the catalogs, and I don't need to be a size two for that, or I don't need to weigh 130 pounds for that, right? So my goal was not to be skinny. I didn't have to be skinny for that. So get clear on your expectations. I'm giving you that homework, and I want you to write down what would your life look like if you got what you wanted, if you were the size that you wanted to be? And then I want you to be realistic. Think about it. Well, what size do I have to be to do that? Because y'all see Lizzo and she just a dancing and singing on stage. You have to build up the, what is the word? Gosh, what is it? it just escaped my mind. You have to build up the stamina to do that. You know, those singers and stuff who perform on stage, it's not because they're skinny. They spend hours and they have coaches for breathing and, and singing without making their you know throat sore. She has built up to that. So that's why she can do what she does. And she's not a size two. And she's absolutely beautiful and confident in her size. And you can see it on stage. Okay, so get realistic about your expectations. Hey, beautiful, struggling to lose weight because you have a lot of weight to lose, ready to break free from the guilt and the shame and come up with your own beauty standards? Well, I have the retreat for you. Come to my cute, curvy, confident weight loss and wellness retreat, where you will learn my step-by-step -step process to losing more than 100 pounds of physical weight and countless pounds of emotional weight. This weekend is going to transform your life. Get your tickets now at www.drdaryl.com forward slash retreat, or you can text the word retreat to 443 775-2325. It is your time now. All you have to do is make that first step. Okay, number two, 
emotional triggers. Anybody that says to you that food is not emotional has no clue what they are talking about. Even people who don't have weight issues are emotional about food. Even babies before they're able to talk. How many videos have you seen when a baby takes something for the first time and they dancing? Because it's like, oh, that's good. Or, you know, you know, you going out to dinner that night and you're going somewhere that you really like. And, you know, oh, I cannot wait to eat that. It is emotional. And so you have triggers. And I know for me now, I'm going to speak about myself now, having had weight loss surgery, my stomach is still very small and it's been over 20 years. Um I, you could not pay me to go to a, what do they call We used to call them smorgasbords. Am I dating myself? <laughs> well, y'all know, I'll tell y'all how old I am. Um, what is it called? Old Country Buffet. Um, so you could not pay me to go to something like that because it's just too many choices and I get anxiety. And for me, it's too many choices because I know with my stomach, I'm only going to be able to get four to five, maybe six bites, depending upon what it is, number one. Number two is because I'm also plant-based, so that already eliminates a whole bunch of stuff for me. But seeing all of the stuff, and I'm trying to figure out what can I eat, clear anxiety. So doesn't mean I need to work on it. No, it means... I'm not going with you to Old Country Buffet. I'm not putting myself in harm's way. You know, we, we have this thing about, oh, well, you need to work through that. No, I don't. Everything is not meant to be worked through. If you have a friend and you know that friend is not a friend of you, you don't have to work jack out. I already know what kind of friend you are. And I choose to choose me over the way that you treat me. So therefore, I no longer want to be in a friendship with you. Doesn't mean I wish you any ill will, anything like that, right? Everything does not need to be worked through. I don't need to go to therapy to talk about if you have too many. I just ain't going. I'm not putting myself in that situation and it's not that serious. It's not impacting my life. Right. But I know I just wouldn't put myself in that situation because again, it's emotional. And you think about somebody um, and all, all my friends who have had this surgery, you think about it when you're hungry, those bites become very important. They become very important when I go to a restaurant and I tell them, please fix my food this way. And you come back and I and you and we all taste things more than one little taste. So I done ate about three spoonfuls. And now I'm like, now I'm getting mad. It's not right. And I only got two to three bites left. Food is very emotional. We use it for celebrations. We use it when we're sad. We use it for anxiety where we're just, you know, nibbling all day. So you have to recognize your emotional triggers. So keep a keep a notepad with you. I just, I look, I, I don't, it's embarrassing. I don't want to even turn my camera around so y'all can see all of the notebooks that I have. Okay. And I, I carry, I keep one in my purse. Um, and if I don't have one, then I use my phone, my note thing on my phone. Okay. So I want you, I'm giving you another assignment because we work 
in the cute, curvy, confident crew. There is no sitting and noticing what everybody else is doing. No, you actually need to do the work and you have the support to get that work done. Okay. So now I want you to just write down what do you think triggers you to overeat? And some people, they get a trigger to not eat. You know, sometimes not eating is just as bad as overeating. You have to learn the science of losing weight and starving yourself is not it. You're actually doing more harm. You're doing more harm than that. Okay. All right. And the last one I'm going to talk about, and I wrote, I wrote four here. Okay. I'm just going to end with this one. Number three is your lack of support. You know, we, sometimes we don't want people to know that we're trying to lose weight because we're embarrassed or, you know, we feel bad about what we're doing. And I know a lot of people who have weight loss surgery, they, they don't tell people the truth about having the surgery. The support is important. And if you sometimes, to be honest, though, I know for me, if I am working on something that I'm not ready to share, I only tell a small amount of people or I go into a support group and I'm in plenty of groups online where I don't personally know the people and I can go in there, honey, and cry like a river. I mean, just say everything that's bothering me. And I don't feel judged. Sometimes we feel judged by our husbands and our sisters and brothers and cousins. So for your own safety, join a community that everybody is working on the same thing that you are working on. So that lack of support is key. And I'm going to say two types of support. You want one support where you just want somebody to listen. You want to be able to say, you know what? Before getting into the shower today, I looked in the mirror and I just cried. And I didn't realize that I had three rolls of fat on my back. I have this roll of fat on my back because, um, you know, I lost more weight. I lost like weight in spurts. And now this part of my back, look, I'm touching it. <laughs> this part of my back is um, it really bothers me. Like, you know, well, I shouldn't say bother me because I, I just love myself. I'm so glad that I came to that realization. Um, but when I, I'm, I'm conscious about choosing my clothes that I put on because of the roll of fat on my back. Now, that is my preference. So, but you need to get to get to a place where either you don't care and you're comfortable with yourself. Like for me, I'm comfortable with myself. However, I know how I want to, how I want to look in my clothes. And because I have, I'm, and I'm going to say a flat stomach, meaning let me let me um, give a definition for that. Because everybody, oh, your stomach is so flat. No, it ain't. It just don't stick out further than my boobs. That's all. <laughs> so when you look at me, you're like, oh, she snacks. And, and I do have a small waist. And that's just something that's in my family, honey. I got the butt and the hips, okay? So I do have a small waist. But a lot of people say, oh, I have a girlfriend at work. And every time she sees it, she's like, girl, just that waist, that stomach. I'm telling you, it's not flat. It just doesn't sit out further than my boobies. So it looks flat, right? So for me, I don't want my stomach to be flat. And then I have this roll of fat in the back. So it just makes me conscious of my own fashion style and how I want to look. But you have to determine that for yourself. And so you want a place, you want a community where you could come on and say that and say, you know what? I was naked today. 
And I just was not feeling it. So then you need to get to a place where you're comfortable being naked. For me, I have a lot of loose skin. When you lose as much weight as I have had, um, as I had, um, have, nine times out of 10, you need to have all of the skin removal surgeries twice. So I've had a tummy tuck and I've still got this row of fat because I lost more weight. I've had a thigh lift. I need another thigh lift because I lost more weight. It was getting in the way and it wasn't going to be feasible for me to wait until I got down to the size that I felt comfortable with. And I'm going to be honest, I'm very comfortable at this size. Like if I can get the skin cut off, honey, I will be fine. Okay. I'm fine now, but I will be fine, fine. Okay. Um, so my arms, I have not had my arms done yet. So, and that's why my arms have so much skin on them because I haven't had the first surgery to remove them. And it could be a little bit dangerous too if you have a lot of skin. So they tell you, well, they don't tell you. I had to find out the hard way. Like y'all weight loss surgeons, will y'all please start telling these people the truth about what they are going to go through. Now I'm 22 years out. Okay, so I got some stuff to share and maybe that'll be a show just for all my weight loss surgery people because they don't tell y'all the truth. They don't tell y'all the the stuff that you need and we need the support going back to number three. Make sure you have the support system and I'm telling you, your best bet is to be around people that are working on the same type of goal. Now, y'all know I got something for y'all. I have a support system for you. It's free. It's called the Cute Carry Confident Crew. I like that cute, carry confident crew. Um, I should be posting the link and I am going to post the link. So you have to start getting into the motion and implement. I can't even talk implementation. You have to actually do the work. And trust me, I know what that's like. I was that person that would get an exercise video. Girl, I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, dang, that's good. Oh, that's a nice exercise. Just eating my popcorn. Not exercising, but watching all the other people exercise. How many of y'all have done that? Okay, put a one in the chat if you have done that where you done bought some type of exercise video. And you're like, oh, well, I'll just look at it first. And you're not doing it. Okay, so I'm trying to revamp this group and really coming in and sharing what I'm doing um, and not just showing you the results of my labor. Of course, I'm going to show you the results, but I want to give you some effective techniques and strategies and tools that you can use so that you can get this done. Life is too short. And if you are sitting around feeling bad about yourself because of some numbers on the scale, it is my passion to change that for you because you are going to be so much better for your spouse, your children at work, your life, this world, you, you're going to be a better you for you if you could just love yourself exactly where you are. And that is where my drive comes from because I wished I had someone to tell me, even at 674, that you're beautiful. Now, mind you, I have my husband. My husband loves me no matter what. Um, But you know, it's different. You expect your husband to love you. So it's different. Just like if your mother said, oh, you're the smartest person in the world. Mom, Of course I am to you. So it's different though, if I thought that I was beautiful and now I do, 
and it is a different feeling. And when I say that, I don't say that as, oh, I'm beautiful. I'm more beautiful than anybody else. I'm just beautiful for me. And that's enough. That's enough for me to look in the mirror, look at my pictures. And I keep looking at one of my, where is it? Oh, because it's opposite. One of my pictures back here that I took, I, that's on the back of my album. Um, and I'm like, girl, you cute. Like I'm glancing at it and I should feel good about myself. Even the picture on, look, the picture on my book, um, I probably was about 60 pounds heavier on that book. So I'm currently working on my second book because I have expanded my framework and what I do to not only lose weight, but to be able to keep it off and to just feel good about myself. And it has impacted me in more ways than just my weight. It has enhanced my life. Um, it has helped me to find my true purpose, which is this. And it's never too late. And most people, when they turn 50, they're thinking, oh, I'm on the downside of life. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We're we going to get this popping. So long, I'm going to recap through the three, the three things that you are doing to sabotage your weight loss. Number one, you have un unrealistic expectations. Number two, you have not identified your emotional triggers. And number three, lack of support. So I'm personally inviting you now to join the Cute Curvy Confident crew. And we are a loving group of people. When you come in, I want you to introduce yourself and tell us, you know, what are you trying to work on? What are you struggling with? It's never too late to grow. It's never too late to get what you want. It's never, ever, ever too late because abundance is your birthright. So thank you for being with me tonight. I appreciate you guys. If you know someone who is struggling, if you know someone who has shared with you I do not like the way that I look or I don't like that I need to lose some weight. Please, please, please send them my way. Send them copy, that link, text it to them, tell them you need to join this group. I know exactly how they feel. And you guys see, I'm still curvy. The difference is I'm confident <laughs> and I'm cute. And what that equates to is I accept myself right here, right now. And when I look in the mirror, I see nothing for, but beauty. And that is very, very important for you to feel confident because it goes out and it shows in everything that you do. Okay. All right. You guys have a beautiful night and thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. Bye.